What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon, and we just wanted to hop on and kind of discuss what's going on over at Ferrari. Now there's rumors starting to come out, which everything has been rumors, but I mean, it's starting to pick up, I think, because the summer yeah. break's coming up. But it seems to me like Ferrari as a team is just imploding. You've got poor strategy, which has been plaguing that team for years at this point. Um, you've got two drivers that on the surface and on all accounts, they've got two decent drivers, but I think it's gotten so bad and so just negative over there at Ferrari that it's to the point now where even the drivers are starting to suffer to the point where you have a lot of infighting, especially we saw it at, at uh, Silverstone between Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. Dude, all and of Carlos Sainz's radio traffic to his engineer. Holy crap. He, I think that he is completely lost confidence in the team and it's to the point where it's becoming very a very public uh uh basically just going against the team yeah like and he questions everything that they say but i mean to be fair they brought this on themselves yeah i, mean, I don't I, blame him One everybody iota, questions it i think he doesn't handle it in the best way he kind of pouts and oh it's okay it's fine whatever i didn't really want my tires like that anyway and he yeah. just kind of complains which i don't it isn't the best looking way to handle it on a live radio but true i don't blame him though but so now we're starting to get rumors where or or murmurings throughout the paddock and i've seen this on a few different um news sources where carlos Sainz is potentially looking at moving to uh sauber slash audi um Oof. and to the point where they're talking about maybe sooner than his contract would be up i don't know how i feel like that would be Kind of risky. We spoke about before, like Carlos Sainz is kind of in the best car he could hope to be in right now, but I don't think he's in the best team he could hope to be in right now. No, and you got two more seasons of that Alfa Romeo being a pile of garbage, it being a knockoff Ferrari. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's at least you're in the real, you know, name brand Ferrari. I don't know that I want to go to the <laughs> knockoff version of my car. I get it. The Audi, you know, takeover in 2026. Ah, I don't know, man. That's I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how much credit I would give that just because they are basically a Ferrari second team at this point, maybe yeah. after the Audi takeover is complete, you know, cause Audi, they're talking about doing their own engines and all that. So they won't, they're basically severing ties with Ferrari. Yep. Um, so I could see that, but I, I don't think Ferrari would allow that to happen before the two seasons riding around in that alfa romeo i mean i like botas a lot but he's not anything he's just entertainment value at this point down there like i don't man if, if alfa romeo is my option i think i might count my blessings to stick around <laughs> ferrari a little longer you know we have now, leclerc on the other hand though going to aston as a maybe okay yeah hell yeah like but alfa romeo yeah Maybe, maybe I think you had suggested it before, potentially seeing Bottas in that Ferrari. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Ferrari pulls a Red Bull and is like, "Hey, Carlos, you're you're bucking the system a little bit too much. We're gonna swap you with Bottas. Like, you want to be a number one driver? Go be a number one driver down in Alfa yeah. Romeo. Maybe I could see that. You know, that's just a, a spreading a, a rumor we started, but I, yeah, it I would that would be a really interesting one because Bottas is a good personality and he's a good driver. Um, and he's not fighting to win any championships. I think Leclerc's still clearly the number one uh, driver at Ferrari. Like you look at the past several races, Carlos has been outperforming him, but it's almost through like pure anger. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's consistency. I think it's just pure bucking the system anger, and he's channeling it very well. Um, but I think Leclerc's probably got a little more talent in him uh, yeah. than Signs does, but he's just at the bottom of his barrel. Yep. All right, so on Leclerc, and we kind of mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, but there was rumors that Helmet Marco actually reached out to Leclerc in May, just kind of just kind of poking the bear to kind of probe and see how interested he would be in maybe moving to Red Bull. How do you feel about a Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen lineup, and how likely do you think that would even be? I feel good about it because oh. I think that Leclerc has got the talent to push Max. I think that you'd have the potential for a Lewis Hamilton, George Russell kind of situation. Like, I don't think that Leclerc is Leclerc will give Max a run for his money and probably outperform him on certain tracks. But I think Max overall will outperform Leclerc like Hamilton and Russell. But I think you'd have a really strong one, two lineup and quality day would be any man's <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, I don't think that would be that bad of a situation. And I think that. They've probably got a decent enough, decent enough relationship to not divulge to Lewis Nico 2015 <laughs> levels immediately. Um, immediately, yeah. That would be really, really interesting. Um, so the, the other thing or the other area where that comes from is there was actually a report saying that uh, Liberty Media was actually on board and actually kind of pushing Helmet Marco and Red Bull to bring on another strong driver so that they had a strong one, two, or basically two number one drivers almost. Yeah. Which, I mean, like you said, we've seen it in the past. That doesn't normally go well for very long, but boy, does it get exciting. It that does. would be awesome. I and, just and don't know who could come in. Even Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris was the other one rumored. I just don't know which one of them would be able to come in and actually challenge Max. But we might actually get to see full 100% Max Verstappen at that point, too. And it's on that driver. Like, okay, you always talk that if you're in the matching car, like, that you can do it. It's on you to do it now. Like, yeah. don't get pissy if turns out you're wrong. But I hope, like, go, go try it. Like, that'd be really interesting. I think both of those are good personalities. I think you almost need a Toto Wolf mediating between Lewis and Russell, though. That you know to handle that kind of one one on one driving, yeah. um, I think that they always did. I think Mercedes has always done a very good job at professionally and publicly saying, "Hey, you guys are free to race. Do not take each other out." Right? They don't swap cars around very often. They don't play favorites very often. Like they run it very very professionally, and I think that you need that to make that kind of relationship work. Yeah, you you have to kind of be neutral and not show favorites because once you do, somebody's going to obviously start to feel like they're the favorite. Just like what's happening at Ferrari right now. Yep. Making Carlos signs pull out of the pit lane onto the wet surface to let Leclerc go by for a quality lap. Like, yep. You couldn't just gets, let him do that on the track? Yeah. And then it gets to the point where you have somebody like Carlos Sainz who then has to take matters into his own hands and be his own strategist, his own engineer almost, and just be like, this is what I'm going to do, regardless of what you said, which further perpetuates the problem, I think. Yeah. Ferrari's just completely imploding. Everyone said his, uh, what's his name? Benito? Um, Benato. Benato. Everyone was saying it was his fault. Fred Vasseur comes in and shit ain't changed. <laughs> like, yeah. no change. 
So yeah. I don't know, man. Ferrari's in bad straight, and it's their own fault. They have a fast car. It's just strategy. It's just relationship management. Like it's the most <laughs> controllable aspect of Formula One. For sure. And you know what? I, I would not be surprised if when their contracts are up in 2025, Ferrari finds themselves looking for two new drivers just because of how bad everything has been. And they're going to get it. It's Ferrari. There yeah. are a ton of people that would don't that are like, I don't give a shit. Put me in coach. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I see both those drivers being pretty close to unreconcilable with that team. <laughs> for sure. And with each other almost now. Yeah, if like Ferrari does such a bad job of outward facing looks like, you know, they control the media, they control what anybody says on social media, like they're so worried about image while Red Bull and Mercedes and some of these other teams don't really care so much about the image. They're more just kind of blunt. But I think that's the other problem is Ferrari like tries to put on a good face and smother everything down, which just makes it worse. <laughs> everything's just burning on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah we can all fine. see it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's just some, some things that have been popping up recently in the Formula One news world. So I kind of wanted to hop on and, and get your take on that. Uh, but yeah, so later on this week, we've got Hungarian Grand Prix coming up. So we'll be back in a few days with the uh, prediction pod for that. And see Daniel Ricardo back on track again. So I know we're all pumped Woo! for that. But I think that's it for today. If you like this podcast, make sure and leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend. And I think that's it for now. So on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.